Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! I am... I am absolutely floored that Michigan is playing this role of how dare you do this to Michigan. Uh, I am shocked. Thank God the judge, who, by the way, is a Michigan grad, for crying out loud. I mean, which is a joke right out of the gate. Uh, At least they didn't hear this injunction scenario on Saturday, uh, and it's next week. But Michigan won Saturday. Why would Michigan still fight this? It's only two more games. They're going to kill Maryland. All right, you missed the Ohio State game. He can't be on the field that Saturday afternoon against the Buckeyes. You live with it. I mean, you know, I mean, you're going to get a chance to coach in the game against the Big the Big Ten West, and you get a, if you are fortunate to beat Ohio State, you know, you'll have a chance to coach in the two championship games. Why make a big stink? You've already done one of the games. You're a third of the way home, and the middle game, the game stinks. You're going to kill Maryland. So why would you make such a big stink? About I have no idea why Michigan just does not leave this alone, because Michigan is running around town telling everybody we were damn, we, we were cursed. No, you weren't. Michigan cheated. And if anybody think, anybody in a what, what, what does, does Charles Woodson and the fact that Fox put him on on that pregame show is one of the biggest disgraces of television journalism I've ever seen. So Fox puts Charles Woodson on on Saturday afternoon during a pregame show to comment about Michigan. A guy who won a Heisman Trophy for Michigan. Hey, Charles, what's your thoughts? Give me an unbiased opinion. Why the hell would you put Woodson on? Then he, the idiot goes out there and curses on national TV. Well, little kids are watching. Why would you put him on? I, I mean, come on. I mean, he's not allowed to talk about Michigan if he can't go on there and at least be honest about it. Does anybody think that Tony Petiti, the first-year Big Ten commissioner, wants to have to deal with nonsense regarding Michigan getting suspended in the harbor? You think he likes this? He, that's the last thing he wants. He wants this to go away. He don't want he, he doesn't want Michigan to get in trouble here. They represent his conference. So he obviously has got incredible evidence, or the NCAA does, has big-time evidence that what Michigan did is Michigan's wrong. And I have a funny feeling. You know what I have a funny feeling about? I think when they met, the NCAA met Michigan with the Big Ten sometime in late October, early November, I don't know the exact date. I think the NCAA told Michigan, listen, we got you dead to rights and we can prove it. We got you dead to rights. We think you can prove it. So why don't you, you know, give us all the material that you have. We'll get this put away quickly. We'll suspend the coach for a little while, and we can move on. Instead, Michigan couldn't believe that they got nailed at the stake and went out there and delayed, 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 and delayed. And finally, when they were forced to, to respond to Petiti in the Big Ten, which acted independently of the NCAA with this suspension, they, 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 they huffed and puffed around, and they took forever to get on the stuff. And anybody says, well, that's bad timing. How is it bad timing when Michigan took forever to respond to the Big Ten regarding all the stuff that they wanted? I mean, the Big Ten was sitting there for days waiting for Michigan to come up with all the evidence. And what does Michigan do? They give it to them Thursday night instead of giving it to them Wednesday. So you got Petiti up to 5 o'clock in the morning freaking trying to look at all the NCAA investigative stuff. And then Michigan wonders, well, how do they suspend us on a plane? Well, if you would have handled this properly when the NCAA came up to you in late October, early November, you would have put this to bed a long time ago. For crying out loud. You put Petiti in an impossible situation. He had everything at his fingertips late Thursday night. 
What was he supposed to do? He's got every president in the Big Ten, AD in the Big Ten, coach in the Big Ten, killing Michigan. Tony, you got to do something here. This is a joke what they did, which is correct. You have to do something. And now, not after they play Penn State, because we all knew that they had two good games left and you needed to punish them. And you can't punish them against Illinois and Maryland. Nobody cares. You got to punish them against a good team. New Canaan High School could beat Maryland for crying out loud. Although Fat Rob and Rapid somehow bet Nebraska to beat Maryland this week and we got killed. So what does he know? But the bottom line is you get the idea. I mean, so Petini had his hands tied because Michigan delayed, 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 delayed to the, to the actual response of the Big Ten investigation with the letters that they said, can you please respond? And Michigan fought the round and didn't respond to the very last minute, which put a timeline in a very difficult situation for the Big Ten conference. And is anybody out there dumb enough to think that Petini wants to suspend Harbaugh before the Penn State game? What, are you kidding me? That's the last thing he wants to do. You think Petini, who worked for the MOB and worked for Manford and, and worked for McManus, you think he wants to be involved in this kind of controversy, you know, two weeks to go in the season when Michigan's about to play two of their three toughest games? It's the last thing he wants. But Michigan gave him no choice. None. And the fact they got Woodson crying out, you know, yelling and screaming on TV and Fox lets him get away with that. You got to be kidding me, Fox. huh? Show some guts as a, uh, as, a, as, a, as a sports organization and say at least have the decency to say, you know, Charles, I'm sorry. You are not going to be fair about this. We can't put you on and talk about this situation with Michigan because you're going to basically kill the Big Ten because you're a Michigan guy. And what eyes are guilty for? Posing in the end zone against Ohio State. How was that the game, matter of fact, when he did pose? Keith Jackson in Ann Arbor. But my God almighty. And then I got the Michigan coach crying on the bench in front of the cameras when the game is over. Cursing his head off. Like Michigan somehow got there. Michigan cheated. This is a systematic multiple year thing. They had 65 people involved in this nonsense. Cheated. Here it is. We killed Belichick twice. We killed Brady for obviously the flakegate. And you guys out there in Radio Land buried the Astros. Buried them. And somehow Michigan got a raw deal? Nonsense. Michigan went out there and freaking had everybody at these games. The stupid guy with the mustache in a Central Michigan game. And I'm supposed to feel bad for Michigan that they got wrong? What are you, crazy? Again, Michigan thinks they're above it all. Michigan thinks they're bigger than you. Michigan thinks it's a decent academic school and everything else. Let's never forget that Michigan won a chip. Well, got to the Final Four with, the fab, with that Fab Five. How'd that work out? All the money they paid those guys to go to play in Michigan. Cheat their ass off to get those guys there. And I like Fisher, but you got to be fair. My God. And this whole thing that Harbaugh is somehow wronged, that is the biggest bunch of nonsense I've ever heard in my life. And now Harbaugh is going to do us a favor and he's going to talk on Friday. We've asked Harbaugh to talk about this for three months. He has said absolutely nothing. He's hid from the media. Hey, Jim, why is this Michigan staff at the Central Michigan game? Why did you guys buy tickets for every Big Ten road game so you can have your guys look at the opposite sideline and see the uh, score and see the press boxes to decode signs and he never said a word he couldn't ask him any questions but now that his rear ends on the line he's going to talk in front of a restraining ju- a judge who's a michigan grad 
And how in the world is Michigan going to sit there and say they're hurt beyond, uh, you know, that they're hurt, whatever they used, that this is irreparable damage to the Michigan brand? How is that possible after you saw the game on Saturday afternoon against awful Penn State? That it's irreparable damage. They won the game by by two scores. Irreparable damage, my ass. He's a football coach. He's not Gandhi. My God almighty. Michigan, you know what Michigan can do? Loudly, go to hell. So to recap, this is the last thing a rookie commissioner wants to deal with, fighting Big Ten Michigan on the eve of their two big games of the year because they cheated for the last three years with uh, a very calculated group of people who are all over Big Ten campuses and stadiums trying to steal place. I mean, so that's the last thing he wanted to deal with. Fox should be disgraced, and that's why I can't take Fox seriously half the time, that they put on Charles Woodson. Who in America, outside of the people who live in a freaking box in Ann Arbor, in a glass house, wants to see Charles Woodson comment on the Michigan cheating scandal when he won a Heisman Trophy for the school and the next time I see that coach crying his eyes out, what did he solve the war in the Middle East? Uh, 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 crying his eyes out at midfield and cursing his head off how he did this for this and we did that for that. And I love Coach Arbaugh to death. Oh, shut up. Will you please? All of you be quiet. You Michigan people are hot stuff. You really are. You're hot stuff. You think you're better than all. That somehow you're above and beyond reprimand. No, you're not. You're like every other big program in collegiate sports that wants to win more than anything else. It means money. It means prestige. It means alumni basing. It means all those nice things. You love that. And you want to win just like everybody else wants to win. Don't pretend you don't. You're not Stanford. Okay? Sorry, you're not. You're not Stanford. Never have been. Never will be. That's number two. How about Penn State? And then the idiot, Franklin, uh, who's decision-making on a first off, he's got a stone age offense. He's got this heralded quarterback who I can't tell if he's any good because they don't do him anything, give him anything to do. And I have been very unimpressed with the QB anyway, but he does absolutely nothing in these games. But the offense is a disaster that he's supposed to oversee the last few years. He goes for two twice. The first time made no sense when he scored the touchdown early in that first half. And then at the end of the game with 159 to go, this idiot at 24-16 goes for two? What, I, I'm sorry, 24-15 goes for two? What are you, a dope? Do the math. Did you fail math? Did you, they didn't teach you math, math, mathematics when you were at Vanderbilt? I know they don't do it at Penn State. Uh, when they teach you, they didn't teach you math. That in that situation, the idea is to extend the game, not to kick, not to go for a two-point conversion. I mean, I was at a, I was on State Street drinking my eighth beer watching that, and people were looking at me. Says Chris, you got to say something Monday. So don't worry, I'll take care of it. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, that is, I mean, how dumb can you be? Come on, James, have a clue. Now we know he stinks in big games. He's three and seventeen against these great teams. He can't beat Ohio State. He can't beat Michigan. I know the excuse. Is, well, you know what? Doesn't have the same kind of talent. It's Happy Valley, not Ann Arbor or Columbus. Nonsense. Once in a while, can you win a big game like this? Just like Lane Kiffin. Once in a while, when you go to Georgia, can you be competitive in a game? Once. You have to win. Just be, make us watch it for four quarters. And the same thing goes for Franklin, who's got a better team than Old Miss, in a, and he never does anything in a big spot. And then, it, and then today, what does he do? He fires the offensive coordinator. 
So here is a guy who is going to throw the offensive coordinator under the bus, bury him, when their offense, which he should have taken care of this a long time ago, is an absolute disgrace. And then their defense, they make Manny Diaz uh, you know, out to be basically Bill Onsbarger. That defense allowed them to run the ball 32 consecutive times in the second half for 224 yards. Couldn't get a stop. My God, Penn State, that's such an overrated program. And Franklin, he is so, you know, here's what Franklin will do. He'll call a timeout to kick a field goal against Delaware State in September. Well, we need a field goal practice. And then when his team stinks in two big games uh, against Michigan and Ohio State and they can't throw the ball, they can't gain a first down, they can't complete a third, they can't convert a third down. And then what does he do? He throws the offensive coordinator out the door when the heat gets too much for him. So he throws he throws one of the alligators and he throws the offensive coordinator out, uh, you know, in, out of storage. That's a disgrace. That's a disgrace. Penn State's a disaster. What a mess. And Franklin, how about doing a little math, son? All right? At 24-15, you got to be beyond dumb to sit there and go for two at 24-15. What what value are you getting out of that? If you don't get the first down, the game is over! And then you blame the analytics after the game! No, how about just doing some common sense? Oh, Franklin is so overrated. You know what? Good for Penn State. They got to deal with him the rest of them because he's never going to win a big game. He can win all the bowl games he wants. Go ahead. You know, go out there and beat Utah. Have fun. Go go beat Utah in the Rose Bowl. Get all excited. Or however you play, you know, in the Fiesta Bowl. Go out there and, you know, run up the score and do this and make Haller the quarterback or whatever his name is. Aller be the greatest thing since, like, like he's Kerry, like he's uh, Todd Blackledge or, uh, or, or, um, Kerry Collins, because he's because this I've had enough of this quarterback. And that fumble at the start of the third quarter was by far the biggest play of the game. That was an atrocious fumble. Oh, he killed him. At 14-9, they were driving. That was a horrific, horrific fumble. Horrific. And don't tell me I'm getting mad at Penn State. I didn't touch Penn State. Didn't bet them. Stayed away. I could care less about them or Michigan. I didn't. I had no rooting interest in the game. I watched the game as best I could from where I was, and I saw things I didn't like. And then I saw that coach at halftime for Michigan uh, after the game crying. You know, uh, now I read today about Harbaugh going to make sure he's going to talk Friday. He's had weeks to talk, but Friday's going to tell the judge. Uh, you know, maybe the, is the judge going to wear a Michigan pullover when she's uh, ruling on the case on Friday? Does she wear a Michigan? Is it he or is she? I don't even know. Does the, it's a she. Does the judge wear her Michigan garb going to the game? And if you say that I don't have a chance to say it, I have every right to say it. You can't have a Michigan judge uh, who went to Michigan. At least get somebody who went to Michigan State for crying out loud. You can't have a Michigan judge rule about Michigan's injunction against freaking the Big Ten. I mean, that's ridiculous. My God. But now Jim's going to tell us the truth. Now, after months of this going on, this has been going on since September, but now Jim Harbaugh on Friday is going to tell us the truth so we can get on the field against Maryland. What a fraud he is. Oh, my God, what a fraud. Fraud. And he's not, he's not, he's a good coach. Don't get me wrong. He's a good coach. You can be a good coach on a fraud. He's a good coach. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.